0: Happy 2022! Happy New Year! Wishing you so much love and joy and prosperity and good health, laughs and shenanigans and adventure and whatever else you may want to experience this year. My name is Kasha Rashval, your host of the Sacred Fame podcast. Welcome to another season. I'm so excited to dive into this episode with you today. I want to talk about the energetics of 2022. One of my favorite tools that I get to play with in my work is numerology. And it's one of those uh, esoteric fields that really can go in any direction. And it has so much wisdom and so much practicality to it, which is why I love it. I tend to be very uh practical in terms of spirituality and anything I learn, I like to know how does it fit into my life? How can I use this wisdom to add value, not only to who I am, but to what I'm doing and to what I share. And so that's why I thought let's start off the year looking at 2022 from an energetic perspective. Now, numerology gives us an idea of the energy that we're going to be swimming in all year. We can look at it from the perspective of every day, every month, uh, every year, and we can look at periods of time. We can look at all kinds of information. Uh, It can get overwhelming, but the way I decided to look at it is from the perspective of the months in 2022, because there's something really magical that's going to happen. Now, as I'm going to take you through this, I want you to understand that this is a perspective that I bring to the table. I I have studied numerology for several years, and I absolutely love it. I'm obsessed with it, but I do not know everything. I I don't think it's possible to know everything. And so when you listen to this, whether you're listening live or you're listening on the replay, take what uh, resonates with you and throw the rest away. You don't have to hang everything on the words I say. Follow your own wisdom. Follow the guidance of your own heart, because that is the most important part, no matter what tool you use. So I'm not here to make any predictions about what's actually going to happen because numerology is not something that can give us any outcomes. It's more of a, let's see, how can I put this? It's more of a, a map to the energetics, to the energy that we'll be walking through or swimming in or the, the energy that will be influencing us. And so we can look ahead and make predictions you know, based on the energy of February or August, and this is what this energy typically invites us to look at or to uh, dive into, we can, you know, take a look at, okay, so perhaps these are the themes that will emerge. But what happens, the outcomes that we experience are always based on our own choices, what we decide who we are, what we believe, how we show up, what we choose to do, who we choose to be. And so nobody can predict the future with any degree of accuracy. Not really. At least that's my belief. So let's dive in. I'm going to bring up my information here. 2022 is going to have this really interesting progression of energies because it has a whole cycle of numbers one to nine in it, meaning it's a whole manifestation cycle, but it's not going to happen right away. So first of all, before I even dive into the months, let's talk about the energy of the year, the universal year, which is six. When you take two plus two plus two, so 2022, um, we arrive at the number six. And six is this beautiful soft energy of love. It's an energy of harmony and legacy. If you play with tarot at all, six represents the lover's card. That's the archetype that we'll all be playing with this year. And <clears throat> when we think of that, you know, it's it's like this warm, fuzzy, beautiful energy. The thing with energy, though, is it's a spectrum. And so if you have worked a lot in your life towards having beautiful relationships with yourself, with others, having the mindset that uh, brings in growth, instead of having a fixed, more, you know, more stagnant or fixed mindset. If you've done the work to up until this point, to really live a conscious life, you will probably experience more harmony this year, more opportunities to uh, create, to uh, have beautiful relationships, to um, be able to experience the year in a more even keel type of way. If you haven't, or if, if there's still things in your life that you know require healing or working on, you will be shown that too. And so everything in life, whether we like it or not, is here for us. It happens for us to help us grow. Even the painful stuff, right? How many times have you said to yourself, well, I learned that the hard way. (laughs) I definitely have. And sometimes it really sucks. It's really, really hard. And sometimes we don't know even why it's hard or why we tend to experience um, suffering, you know, whether you look at suffering as a choice or something that we learn through or however you look at it, it doesn't feel good, right? And and because energy is a spectrum and the sixth energy of this year is inviting us to grow, to evolve to a higher plane of love and harmony within ourselves, within our world, we will be shown where we have disharmony, where love isn't necessarily the the primary focus. And so, you know, just like the last few years, the last few millennia, being human, <laughs> um, it's not all going to be rainbows and unicorns. That would be lovely. However, I don't think that that's what's going to happen. So if we look at some of the key words that come with six energy. Yes, it's a focus on relationships and love and, and family and collaboration and um, trusting and creating legacy. So you could look at it from that perspective of who am I here to be and what am I creating at its high, in its highest expression, not just creativity for creativity's sake, but creativity for the highest good. Now on the lower end of the spectrum with the energy of six, We're looking at things like attachments, we're looking at betrayals, we're looking at uh, feeling victimized or emotional, feeling like we're being held back, perhaps like we're squished into a corner or, or painted into a corner and we don't know what to do. So it is a spectrum and all of us will experience some degree of the whole spectrum this year in this six energy year. So it's going to be interesting, and I'm excited because um, we're going to dive into the month's energy in a moment here, and you'll see how the energy really is is inviting us, is guiding us to grow to the fullest degree that we can, and um, yeah, let's just dive in because <clears throat> I could keep talking about about growth, but you'll see what I mean. So... January. We're in January 2022. And January represents or is influenced by the energy of seven. Seven energy. And the way I arrive at that is just take the the universal year. So six plus January is one. So seven, right? And seven is this energy of the leap of faith. It's also the energy of learning through doing or learning by doing. Learning from what we experience, and then sharing that wisdom out into the world. It's the archetype of the sacred teacher or or the um, the student, or, well, yeah, student teacher, that, that type of energy. Now, when we think about what's happened to each of us in the last uh, year, several years, you know, we, we've heard this talk of ascension going from 3d to 5d lots has happened in the world lots has come to light a lot of things have been shaken up Um, people fighting for various causes Uh, you know just turmoil you could say a lot of beauty has come from it uh, but also a lot of disconnection a lot of pain and strife and conflict Uh, a lot of uh, exertion of control and censorship and, and all kinds of things like that and so If we think about all of that and we look at it through the lens of what have we learned? That could be a really great reflection for the month of January. If you were to want to step into the year the most empowered that you can possibly be. You know, you don't necessarily have to take a a wide view of this in the sense of, What has the world learned? Because we actually don't know, right? The only lens we ever have is our own. And so what have I learned about myself over the last, especially the last several years? You know, those of us who have really awakened to realizing that we control our own reality. That's the only thing we have control over is ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions, our reactions, responses. What have we learned about ourselves through all of this. Because what we learn then uh, informs where we go next, right? What we learn and how we integrate the experiences that we've had inform our next choices and steps and decisions. And so January is going to really invite us to take a look at Who have we become as a result of all the experiences that we've had? Has it been uncomfortable? Has it been uh, enlightening to you? What have you been able to discover about yourself? And as a result of that, what is it that you're leaning into now? What would you like to bring in this year or moving forward? Not just this year, but moving forward into the future. Who are you wanting to become? Not so much what do you want to do, although that stems from who do you want to become, but based on who you know yourself to be now as a result of all the things. Who are you? Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? What do you want? All of that is going to inform this year. So uh, even though I I definitely know for myself, I often want to just jump in. And, and I want to do the things I'm a doer, you know, as a Capricorn, my birthday's actually this month as a Capricorn, it's such an earthy energy. I want to just like get my fingers dirty, get my hands in there and do things. Um, often I've learned the hard way that diving in without uh, really being clear on what I want or, or the direction that I want to go sometimes sends me in circles. <laughs> and so This year is not going to necessarily start out as like a go, 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 do, do, do type of year. It may be a very slow building energy for you. And are you okay with that? (laughs) Or do you want to just like race through to the end? That's not what this year is going to be about. So put your patience hat on and buckle up because there's going to be a lot of opportunity for reflection and choosing and choice and decision-making in the, the, especially the first quarter, right? So January, looking at who you know yourself to be through all your learning experiences. Are you feeling stuck or are you feeling like you've got some sort of momentum building, something that you are moving towards? If you are feeling stuck in something, start to uh, move in any direction, just pick a direction, you can make it the opposite of what you've always done, and see how that shifts your energy. The the seven, if it doesn't move, if it doesn't create in motion, it is often stuck. And so that's one way to deal with uh, whatever comes up for you this month is through movement, even physical movement, like literally take your body and move it, to move that energy to allow yourself to um, see things from a different perspective. Even when we are students in school or in a course, uh, you know, we we are being taught by someone, by a teacher. That doesn't mean that teacher knows everything. There are different perspectives that can be brought in. And some of the best uh, learning experiences are when there's collaboration between teacher student. right? We co-create with life. And so January is inviting you to take a look at that. All right. February is going to be influenced by the energy of the eight. Now, eight is an energy that has a lot of momentum. There's a reason why eight is often associated with wealth, abundance, mastery, because it's a it's a energy that has a lot of momentum to it. Um, it's an energy of commitment and devotion, and he, if you do the reflection in January, February, you should have, you well, should, oh gosh, you will be invited into a lot more clarity, at least from my perspective, that's how I would, that's how I would see it. Um, you will know more clearly or embody more clearly what your gifts are, who you are at the core, and you will be invited to then decide, okay, am I committed to these? Am I committing to who I am? so that i can love and nurture who i am out there in the world and inside me in my life so that whatever it is i'm working towards this year whatever it is i'm manifesting i will be able to co-create that the 8 uh on the lower side of the energy of 8 it's uh it's a energy that can be very emotional it can it can be very much a uh, to personify it a little bit, to personify the energy of the eight, it's it's an energy that can even withdraw affection, withdraw um, focus towards something if it doesn't get what it wants. <laughs> so how does that work? How does that apply to us? Well, are you do you notice anywhere in yourself where you you feel hurt by something or you still carry pain? Or you still carry um, perhaps a, how do I want to say this? You carry an uncertainty towards your full commitment to what you want. Do you, is there resistance in you to just falling madly in love with what you want? Because if, if there is, guess what? That resistance is going to hamper the momentum that you can build this year, and so the the energy of February is going to invite us to look at where do we hold resistance, and can we work th- work through it? Can we walk through it? Perhaps we need to get some help. Perhaps we journal. Perhaps we uh, you know hire a therapist or a coach or or someone who can help us uh, overcome. That resistance and and focus in on falling in love with what it is we want to create and who we are. I was listening to a podcast recently where Dee Wallace was interviewed. She's a internationally known actress and uh, a spiritual teacher, and she says she said, and this just gave me such pause, and I had to really contemplate this. She said, "We are not allowed to love what we want often." or, or uh, that's probably not how she said it, but, but she said something around that, that idea of, do you love what you want? And if you don't, why not? Whose voice is preventing you from doing that? So it really gave me pause because I thought, yeah, we, in, in our culture, in our society, we're often taught that it's not okay to want what we want, that we should show up in a certain way, but not be ourselves. And so February, the energy of February is going to bring this up. And you might find yourself facing yourself in these ways that um, will invite you to really take a look at, you know, who if you overcame this, how how much more power could you inject into what you want? Right. So how can you um, clear the resistance of feeling trapped and move forward? So to, to, you know, play on the theme of the, of the January energy, keep moving, keep moving forward. And if you, if you come across resistance, if you come across an obstacle, move through it. Find a way to move through it. Don't apologize for what you want. I, I would say that's like the theme of February. Don't apologize for what you want. Okay. March, so March is the last month of the first quarter, is an energy of nine. So the first quarter is really about uh, completing, like getting really clear on what we know, who we, what we've learned, what we're committed to, and then completing that old cycle. So uh, nine is all about decisions, completions, endings, release because nine, the energy of nine is this beautiful visionary energy. It's a expansive energy. And of course, endings can be difficult, but they can also be joyful and amazing and empowering. And when you decide, you know what, I'm going in this direction, and this is what I, who I know myself to be, and this is what I'm committed to, and I've cleared the resistance. In March, you're going to be invited through the energy of nine, that lens of that energy to release whatever isn't coming with you as you move through the rest of the year. Because in April, we get to start the cycle all over again at the energy of one. And then there's uh, nine months left from April to December, which means we get to do a whole manifestation cycle. But before we get there, let's uh, let's look at the energy of, of March. So deciding what no longer serves you again this you know life will always show us where we need to grow next always whether we want to or not if you are walking into this uh, more consciously and you're aware of you know you you pay attention to perhaps where you have resistance or where you have something coming up Uh, that doesn't serve you, whether it's a relationship or work or some sort of, you know, something like that. Um, Often it can be easier to then move through those endings versus an ending that just kind of slaps you across the face out of nowhere. If you're not paying attention, (laughs) I think all of us have experienced both. I know I have where I've either just not paid attention, or I've refused to see the the signs, the flags, whatever you want to call them. So um, March, I think will be possibly the more volatile of the first three months, just because if something isn't meant to come along with you, whether it's a belief system, a person, uh, an idea, you can't hack the universe, you can't force it, to to come along because if you do eventually down the road things will unravel and and you'll be like oh I wish I'd listened (laughs) I wish I'd listened so when you choose yourself and you know and you like you choose yourself you know who you are you love what you want then for all intents and purposes it should be easier to be like okay yep I'm going to sift through all these things, all these relationships, all these ideas, experiences, belief systems, and I'm going to release the ones that I know no longer serve me. I might miss one or two and then life will show me. Hey, hey, you forgot this one. (laughs) Let's take a look at it now. So we have all of March to do that, right? This isn't isn't a race in the sense that, okay, I'm just going to take it all off in the first day of the month or the first week, and then I'll just like create from there. It's this this year, I think, will show us all that it's not just the arriving somewhere that's important, the achievement of something. The journey itself is part of the purpose. And so becoming this year, becoming whoever it is that we are meant to become more of and less of, that's the journey of this year becoming more harmonious within ourselves so that that's what can be reflected out into the world. So you don't have to rush through this or think you're going to miss something because you won't, (laughs) okay? Trust me, you won't. Life will show you. Okay, so nine will really bring us up close with, okay, you know, we're ready to let some of this stuff go so that we can step into the vision of whatever seeds we had planted before. And if the seeds that we had planted aren't necessarily what we wanted, that's okay because now when we move into April, we're starting a whole new manifestation cycle with the energy of one. And how beautiful that it's I can't remember when spring starts officially this year, but April is often the one of the months where spring starts. It's either March or April, right? depending on how uh, the how it all falls. Um, Well, actually, I guess not. I'm thinking of the wrong equinox. Yeah. Equinox is. Is it March? Oh, my gosh. Now I see now I'm confused. (laughs) Anyways, spring energy of one, right? Freshness, new seeds sprouting. So whatever seeds you had been slowly planting or thinking about planting, April is going to bring those to the forefront of your mind. This is where Often the the frosts are gone, the snows have melted or are are melting, and we can start to think about what is it that we want to plant? What seeds, what ideas, what projects, what do we actually want? We finished with the deep cleaning, the spring cleaning. I think spring actually usually starts officially astrologically in March, right? March 22nd or 21st? Yeah, I think so. Um, What What is it that you want to plant in your garden, your metaphorical garden this year? If you're a gardener, of course, you're gonna be, you've probably been planting your your vegetables and your flowers and your fruits um, all along the way, but metaphorically speaking, in your relationships, in your work, in your, uh, your personal growth, what is it that you want to plant now? Now, the energy of one, just like all the others, is also a spectrum. And so as much as one is about new beginnings and fresh starts and this this idea of uh, this, this hope and faith springing forward, the lower side of one is unfinished business. So if there's something from the previous years or the previous months that you didn't necessarily let go of because you weren't ready or because you weren't aware of it, my, uh, the energy of one in April will bring that up for you. So like I said, you can't do this wrong. You will you will know without a doubt if you pay attention um, if there's something else that you need to let go of in April. Uh, if you think of this metaphor of a garden, before you can plant new seeds, even if you did a really great job cleaning your garden bed out the previous season, uh, weeds will grow, right? Weeds are resilient. They're amazing. They will grow. And so you may still need to till that soil a little bit more to pull out weeds that didn't show up uh, the year before, right? So um, some of the lower frequency uh, manifestations of one are this, you know, this uh, idea of confusion or overthinking or not trusting. And, and complaining, feeling uh, a little bit complacent or lazy, not wanting to move, right? If one is the energy of the beginnings of movement, where is it that you're still feeling like you don't want to do that? So the energy of April will really allow us and invite us to define our desire, which is so exciting. And then we get the rest of the year to put things into motion, so that that desire by the end of the year comes to fruition, or at least as much as it can. So then May is the energy of two. Now that you've decided what you want, you've cleaned out you know, metaphorically or even physically, energetically cleaned out what no longer belongs, what's not coming with you, um, how will you nurture that desire that you want? Are you in love with that desire? And if you're not, this is the month to do it. The energy of two is the energy of partnership and collaboration and bringing things together. Now, you don't necessarily have to have a plan yet. That's not that's not uh, May energy. all you all you are in being invited to do in May is to nurture the idea or nurture your passion for it, nurture your desire for it. You may meet people, you may uh, have other ideas that uh, come and join you that down the road will will help you collaborate and co-create. but you don't have to have a solid plan yet in May. And that's why I said this year um, isn't going to come out with a bang. It's not going to be this fast flowing energy. I know energy has been speeding up, definitely. Uh, And so some things might feel like they're happening really fast, but you don't have to have it all figured out just yet, right? May is, you know, we're like a third, more than a third, almost halfway through the year. And we are just now starting to uh, lean into what it is that, um, how we're going to nurture the desire that we want to have. So in May, you know, again, you can reflect upon, you will be invited to reflect upon this energy of stewardship. Who are you? How are you showing up for this new, uh, this new garden that you're nurturing, that you're planting? How will you show up that way? Especially for yourself, right? We always have to include ourselves in our uh, desires and our plans. We we can't just make everything that we want to create about others because, uh, well, that's a whole other discussion. But then we dip into this this energy of servitude, and that is not um, that doesn't serve anyone, right? When we are in service. We can give and we can receive. Whereas, where we're, when we're in servitude, we just overgive and overgive and overgive, and we feel depleted. And so, in May, you will want to pay attention to that. Where do you put your energy? Do you put it on serving both yourself and others in whatever capacity, or do you not do that? Do you you know fall into that servitude uh, attitude of servitude? <laughs> there we go. So May is going to be, um, the momentum is going to start building, right? You're going to have the opportunities to decide, okay, I'm in love with my desire. How am I going to nurture it? Then when we step into June, this brings the energy of three. Three is this really fun energy, uh, it's the energy of expression, of creativity, of creation, but creation just for creation's sake, because to to create something brings such joy and such fun. It's this childlike energy of I want to do all the things I want to check out, you know, what's going to happen if I put this and this together or trying different things and and really um, starting to have fun with the idea that you're nurturing or the project, or the path that you're nurturing. It's telling more people about it, deciding, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start to really, you know, I, I believe in this idea, I believe in this direction that I'm going in, I'm gonna start to talk about it more. And I'm going to try all the different ways of expressing what this idea is about and who I am about and, and what I'm be, becoming and what I'm here to do, or who I'm here to be. So it's this, this very exciting celebratory energy of expression. It's, uh, it's an invitation to choose to believe in our desire even more. So it's definitely an energy of choice because you could sit there and not say anything about it. You could literally just sit and and uh, not create and, and feel lost and feel like you have nothing to say, um, which would, again, bring in stagnation, wouldn't it? If you didn't water the garden that you've just planted, nothing would ever come up. Well, maybe some weeds, but but not the seeds you planted. And so again, on that spectrum of energy of Expression with love, expressing um, adoration and passion for your desire, and, and bringing along everyone who's with you on that that path of expression. There's the other side of of just not doing anything and sitting still, and really, um, well, either that or negative expression. Right? You will you will be invited to look at where you perhaps don't believe in your path where you don't believe in what you want how it's not possible and so again this whole year will allow us to just like any year will allow us to um really pay attention to that duality within us of where we are on board with what we want and where we aren't so june is going to be really fun i think um because it's it's a very playful energy. And the more you are able to talk to people or to contemplate who you're becoming, what seeds you're planting and uh, you know, those partnerships or those people you met in, in the the two energy month or those ideas you put together, you'll be able to play with them and put them. It's like a puzzle, right? We're building a puzzle all year, put pieces together and see, okay, yeah, this fits, this feels good. This doesn't. So, It's going to be a fun month. Uh, And if you're not someone who easily has fun, which I can absolutely relate to, it's gonna push our boundaries to bring through more childlike energy, more childlike expression. And then when we hit July, this is where the rubber, so to speak, is going to invite us to meet the road. This is the time to create a plan. OK, because July is influenced by the energy of four, four being this beautiful uh, archetype of the, the builder, the master builder. It's a very stable foundational energy. As always, it's a spectrum. So you're going to you know, be invited to look at, OK, I feel solid here. I don't feel solid here. My foundation is strong here. It's not strong here. You know, this is what I want to build, but this feels kind of crumbly, kind of wishy-washy. It's time to get solid. It's time to create a plan. So not until more than halfway through the year do we get invited to have concrete things in place now. Start putting those ideas together. That's why in June we want to play with all the different things to see, okay, this fits, this doesn't. This is what I'm going to bring forward through to July when things really want to start to crystallize. This is where we make a plan. We don't have to have all the steps, just the first next step. Um because well, we'll we'll talk about how we pivot and stuff as as the year goes on, but you know, a plan is only ever really like a sketch. It's not even necessarily a full-blown map of where we're going, it's more of like a rough sketch. And then as we keep going and as we learn new things and grow, um, we, we bring perhaps people in or ideas, right? We evolve, we we change the plan or we change the map, we draw the map as we go. So it doesn't have to be like this crazy ironclad plan that you're going to stick to no matter what. It's a foundation, that will help you springboard into the next steps. So what can you include in this plan? Well, I would invite you to look at what do you know for sure about yourself? Right. This is where if you've been doing the reflection uh, throughout the whole year and really taking in what it is you want to bring and who you are and how you want to feel, you will know some things for sure about yourself, right? Absolutely, you will know some things for sure. And so what do you know for sure about yourself? Will you allow what you know to be enough for now? Will you allow what you know to be enough of a guide moving forward? Trusting that you will learn new things and then those things can also come on board and be your guide. So it's uh, it's this like I trust that I'm in a good enough place within myself that I know enough that I, um, I'm i whole, I'm worthy, right? I, I'm in love with my desire. I'm going to start here on my foundation of who I am and then springboard from there. So make enough of a plan that feels safe, that feels good, knowing that when we hit August, hmm, plans change <laughs> because August is a five energy month. And we just finished a whole five energy year. 2021 was a five energy year. So we're, we're moving into a five energy month in August, which means it's again, this energy of play, this energy of like disruption. And the biggest invitation of the five is freedom. But freedom is best expressed from a solid foundation which is why the energy of four of August is so important to at least contemplate and put the skeleton of a plan together. So when we hit August, you might think, I'm just going to throw it all out the window and I'm just going to play. Again, you will be invited to contemplate and to look at yourself through the lens of, you know, I've learned so much about myself this year already. Who do I know myself to be? What things are solid for me? What things are solid in me? The desire that I'm working towards, that I've been in love with, you know, this year that I want to bring into manifestation. I still want that. And so I can't just throw the whole thing out and just willy nilly do whatever. I'm going to choose to stick to the plan, knowing that, Doing the first next step and then the first next step and then the first next step is going to um, bring freedom. It's going to free me to enjoy and to love and to play and to change things up, shake things up, as long as I always stand on my solid foundation. So August, although it's going to be very much a fun energy, Right there's uh, like I said, it's always a spectrum. It's not going to be the same energy as we had in June, where it was just play and figure, you know, figure out what fits, what doesn't. Five is more of a, you know, I've learned some things, and I'm still gonna like do things my way, but I'm I'm wiser now, and so I'm going to uh, apply and implement what I've learned and have fun with that. So some of the Uh, key words of the lower energy of five, the lower frequency of five are feeling unsupported or or feeling uh, small, feeling insignificant, feeling unworthy of our ideas. Now, if you've done the work up until now, those won't bog you down so much, you will be able to lean into the freedom that comes with knowing who you are, and being able to uh, step into the next steps and play through them So that you can feel like you're free and curious and be able to um, co-create with the universe, which is so fun, right? Even when it's not fun, it's fun. Always in hindsight, it's fun. And then we we move into September. September is uh, like a doubling up of the energy of the year because September is influenced by the energy of six. So it's like a double whammy. It's, um, it's a double whammy invitation to cooperating with ourselves, to checking in with ourselves of in respect to like where where are we? How harmonious do we feel? How do things look? How do they feel inside us? Right? This again, the, doesn't matter what's going out in, in the world, what's going on in the world. This is very much an internal journey for us, and so when you look at things in September, you can ask yourself through the and, and look through the lens of where have you been in cooperation with yourself the most, and as you've partnered with yourself, with your intuition, uh, with you know, growing this this garden. If we're going to continue with that metaphor. Um, what has worked and what hasn't worked. So where have you felt really on track? Where have you felt like you've really grown closer to your purpose, to your potential, to yourself as a human being? And where, where haven't you? It's, it's a beautiful energy to uh, dip into self-forgiveness that month. We're very much in, the, in an accountability time at that point where we're influenced. You know, there's, there's other energies that influence us. But um, you might find that it's going to be, let's see, how, what's the best expression to use here? Like a face the music month for all of us. It's going to, to invite us to, to be honest with ourselves. Because if we're in relationship with ourselves, with our soul, and of course in relationship with the rest of the world, but especially with what we want to create, the type of world we want to create, um, is there somewhere where we haven't been showing up fully? That's going to be the the time to, to look at that stuff. And, and really ask ourselves the questions of, You know, have we been distracted by something? And and what have we been distracted by? And and can we come back? How can we come back and refocus on what it is we're creating this year? Because this whole year is about creating for the highest good of ourselves, of of everyone, right, of the collective. So um, very much a a face the music month is how I see it. Now, October... We, October, November, December, we get to repeat the cycle of seven, eight, nine, right? So, the last quarter of the year, we are repeating the seven, eight, nine energy. So, but this time we have a different perspective on it because we've done the energy of one, two, six already, right? Where we've really been conscious along what it is we're creating. And so, October is going to bring back that lens of what have you learned so far. Who do you know yourself to be? How have you shown up, right? Are you still focused on what you want? Are you still in love with what you want? Have you been able to move through some of the stuff that maybe showed up and and stood as an obstacle in your way? Or perhaps it'll show up this month to really not not to test you so much, because I don't believe that that the universe ever tests us, um, but to deepen our commitment. When we set a big goal, that's when the obstacles show up. Because before we set it, we hadn't activated that desire yet. And when we activate the desire, that's when all the things that are standing in the way of that desire show up. And so October is going to be this beautiful energy of recommitting to uh, the path we're on. Right, We're recommitting based on what we've learned about ourselves, about the path. And so, if you feel very much stuck again, if you feel stuck towards your path, movement, doing the opposite, whatever it is, creating movement, creating flow, however you have to do that, um, so that you can get unstuck and keep going, keep moving forward. Because November brings in that beautiful energy of commitment, of momentum, again, of abundance, the blessings of the eight, which when you are committed and focused and devoted, you will reap the benefits, right? This is going to be harvest time. Reaping, I mean, the the last several months are harvest time, but this is like, this is where the gold is going to be. What have you been committed to all year? What have you focused on? This is the almost like a reward, right? The abundance of what you have co-created this year is going to be uh, very much available in November, the energy of that. And as always, like I mentioned, you know, when I was talking about the the energy of eight in February, it's a spectrum. And so there is always the lower frequency that we can sometimes fall into or dip into or... Um, which is that that energy of like feeling like things are going too fast or being anxious or feeling out of control. That's always possible and it might come up, but you know you can handle it, right? Because if you've spent all year focusing on who you are and what you want and being in love with life and being in love with yourself and in love with what you're creating, then that's where your energy has gone. Those old ways of thinking are not as active anymore. So keep with it. And then, of course, December is the end of a cycle, the end of another year. And so, you know, we we keep what we've gathered, we keep what we've grown and we release the rest based on who you have become through the year, who you know yourself to be. What are you ready to finish? to end, to complete. And again, this could be anything. This could be projects. This could be careers. This could be relationships, right? Anything's really on the table when we have a completion energy. Um, And the invitation is always to look at resistance. Do you have resistance to letting stuff go? Now, if you've been conscious with yourself and aware this whole year, you know that whatever you were invited to let go of in March created space, right, that nine energy of March created space for something new to come in for the rest of the year. And so in December, that energy of nine is doing the same thing. It is inviting us to trust that we are going to move forward into a new year, a new cycle, a new manifestation, and we get to create space for whatever is next for us to come in. So, if you have resistance in letting go, that's the invitation of December to look at that and uh, and face it and do the work, whatever that work may be for you. And then February, or sorry, January twenty twenty three is going to be a seven year, and we'll talk about that. Not now. Next, 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 next episode, we'll we'll take a look at what that means closer to when that is beginning. But I hope that by looking at the energetics of 2022 from this perspective of the manifestation cycle and how the numbers invite us to look at various aspects of ourselves. I hope that it's given you some insight and food for thought as to what the year ahead holds for you. Like I said, I can never predict anything because that's not what this is about. What I've realized is that the only reason that I would want to predict something or know what would happen when is so that I can feel safe, right? So that you can feel safe, so that we know what's going to come. But if you trust yourself, if you are confident, and if you know that you have what it takes, you can face anything, anything. So it doesn't matter what comes, you know you've got this. Right. That comes from self-confidence, self-trust, knowing that you have guidance, that you can always tap into your intuition. Right. So whatever the year ahead is bringing, we kind of know the lay of the land in terms of the energy, which is really um, a beautiful gift of numerology. And so I would love to hear what you think. uh, How has this landed for you? Did you have any insights? What are you excited about for the year. So leave me a comment, subscribe. And of course, if you uh, think that this information would be useful with any of your friends or colleagues or loved ones, please share. Thank you so much. And I will see you on the next episode.